What is going on, everyone? Welcome to episode 164 of Literary Lessons. As always, I'm your host, Carter Noble, and joined by, with us is our fantastic co-host, Carl Wilkin. What's up, dude? I was say, you about flubbed that one up again. Look, I was I was going to say something about, you know, back this week, blah, 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 but whatever. It's fine. I am happy to be back. Uh, thanks for asking. Um... I didn't, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> I enjoyed editing the episode of you and Bower Dad talking over a match. That was kind of fun. Dude, it was it was really fun to do. And uh, I know you and I have kind of talked about it a little bit. And just like, I really enjoyed doing commentary, even if it's just like post-commentary like that was. Yeah. Finding, yeah. finding stuff to do commentary over is fun. Yeah, we, we've done it before with, like, Draft League stuff, mm-hmm. and that was always fun. Um, so I, I, couldn't, I couldn't imagine, like, a high-skill, like, VGC game like that would be uh, terribly, terribly hard to do comparison-wise. Not, not only was it, like, not hard to do, but, like, it was also a very fun match. The teams are very fun as well, so it's just, like, everything about it was just... A good time, and of course, you know, there's super high level play at, mm-hmm. at an event like this, and you have, uh, you know, two very, very good players on camera at the same time, and it was just a good time. Yep. Yeah, I, if you all haven't watched last week's episode, I highly, highly recommend it. Yeah, definitely go watch it. Listening to it's a little weird, uh, if you're just listening on the audio side. Uh, that's what I definitely would recommend going and watching, because it has the match up on the screen and everything for you to follow along with. Would agree. Uh, so I guess we're going to talk actual EUIC data this week because you guys didn't really get to touch on it at all last week, and there's a lot to unpack with 700 plus players and things like that. So, uh, yeah, we, we didn't get to really touch on it last week because when we recorded, it was still going on, um, and so, you know, now we have a week post and uh, so we can actually go in and talk about it. So, what are we what are we thinking? Um, Palafin, Tinglu, whatever is very good. Hey, did did you know that Palafin is like good? <laughs> yeah. Did you know Fluttermane is the new Incineroar? It, for now, until Incineroar comes back. Man, even if Incineroar comes back, I don't think it's gonna help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually. I know I kind of did it uh, a little bit last week. I was running calcs of like Ensign. And it was just like, oh yeah, this just doesn't matter. <laughs> my my big things about Ensign and Cineroar is like it would make uh, certain matchups for that squad better because like you just slot it in into the Arcanine slot. Problems, a lot of problems are solved that you kind of have issues with, and it becomes like this really scary core. Um, but. I don't know if Incineroar does enough to, like, warrant, like, that swap. Because I think Arcanine does some really cool things on those teams specifically with, like, Hal and uh, Will-O-Wisp and things like that. Where with Incineroar, you're kind of locked into playing Dark Move, Fire Move, Parting Shot, Fake Out, right? Alright, so I'm looking now. And this was uh, a set that... I don't know. I have I have in the Picolytics calculator for some reason. Um, this is two fifty two HP, eighty four special defense impish, uh, moonblast from 
timid uh timid fluttermane does 41 to 49 percent okay make it a choice specs and make it modest let's see specs modest uh 67 to 80 percent that is a lot <laughs> to be fair for a neutral Flip- hit that is a lot <laughs> Uh, let's see. This is also four HP, no additional bulk. Uh, Flare Blitz is sixty-two percent to KO with basically no investment. Yeah, so, but then, but yeah, then you, you gotta know. like you gotta think about like they have their own intimidate most of the time on these teams, and then you got Palafin. Like you have to worry about sitting across from you because <laughs> even if you intimidate it, like you still get bopped. <laughs> Like I don't think Incineroar is gonna come in and fix any of that, <laughs> fix that matchup any. <laughs> Dude, that's the that's the crazy part is, uh, like, let's see, let's turn this to Wave Crash. I just had a revelation. Uh, you, you talk about your thing here, and I'll, I'll talk about mine here in a minute. Uh, Wave Crash for oh, this is this is a blank set. What are we doing? I don't know. You're the one that's using the calculator. Uh, Adamant 252 Palafin at -1 Wave Crash does 87 uh, 74 to 87 to, to Casual this almost Oko like <laughs> while intimidated. Yes. <laughs> and now slap Terra water onto it. Oh yeah, yeah, hold on, hold on. Uh it's an Oko, I bet. I I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, it, it's a roll. It's still a it's, it's still a much better at 87% roll, but it's a roll. At minus one, you're you have a better shot of KOing Incineroar than most Pokemon do. And mind you, that's not Mystic Water, so Oh. So that that eight that eight that odds of that is just like a hundred percent. Jet Punch is a two hit KO. Yeah. After an intimidate absurd just absolute absurdity uh, that, uh that's... jet punch if you're not terrid is like 25 percent to ko like two hit ko goodness <laughs> ensign is the 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 mon we need yeah sure bring give me rillaboom <laughs> i was running uh, that was my next run <laughs> i want at this point i want rillaboom with grassy glide back just so we can have a check for palafin <laughs> Uh, what's the typical Palafin set? Um, oh goodness, it's like... Do you know this off the top of your head? 44 defense and some number of HP. I think it's like one... I think it's like 120 HP investment and then 44 defense sure. or something like that. I think uh, are, that's the bulkiest you're going to get. Grassy Glide is not an Oko. That's good to know. It's 31% to Oko. <laughs> is that Miracle Seed or what? Is that no item? Uh, that's Adamant Miracle Seed. Okay, cool. <laughs> I'm about to say. You kind of want that as a So if we tear a grass. Kind of bop them. Tear a grass Miracle Seed is a roll with zero investment. That's hilarious. Good lord, this is absurd. I miss Rillaboom. It, it's hilarious. It's like we were just talking about like Inteleon's coming through raids back to the game, and like Rillaboom's like right behind it. Rillaboom won't have Grassy Glide, obviously. But um, oh no. Anyway, I'm interested to see how Regulation D E or whatever 
um, changes, like once we get like the other starters in, uh, I think Rillaboom becomes an automatic like plug and play kind of Pokemon just because it gives you that fake out and whatnot in that slot. But it'll be interesting to look at that format once it happens and kind of see what's going on. Uh, see, now I'm curious how much Rillaboom does into Fluttermane. Um, I would say a chunk. Uh, Woodhammer's an Oko. <laughs> Grassy Glide is a roll. Uh, but that's Assault Vest. Uh, Miracle Seed is an Oko. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Goodness. Granted, we don't have Grassy Terrain. We don't have Grassy Glide. But, you know, if we did, we found our Flutter main answer. Until, you know, they, uh, until they swap in Arcanine and intimidate us. And, and then make us sad. sad. But then we have Palafin <laughs> out next to it. To oh, no, no, it's fine. It's, it's fine. <laughs> Woodhammer's still an Oko. Oh <laughs> like, it's not even like. I need Assault Vest Rillaboom back in the format, please. Just give me Assault I'm, Vest I'm Rillaboom I'm looking to back. see if we can KO at minus one with Assault Vest. Give me Assault Vest Rillaboom yes, back, Yes, we can. Please. It's okay, guaranteed. Cool. <laughs> give me this Pokemon back so I can have a strong check to Palafin, Tinglu, and Fluttermane. Dude, this is absurd. It would like, solve granted, the problem. Granted, Fluttermane is very bad off of, like, physically defensive. Like, we know this. Yeah. But this is a minus one Woodhammer. <laughs> Oh. Dude, even without terrain, it's a roll. <laughs> what? I I just, like, <sighs> I want the bulky pivot meta to come back. And we're kind of into that now with regular C as these, like, teams get more solidified. We're starting to see, like, Palafin and Amoongus and Tinglu and other stuff. But I, I just, I liked the Series 12 format where it's just, like, a bunch of pivots and getting into position and we're getting back to that in this format, which is nice in my opinion. It's, it's really weird though, right? Like we're, we're getting there. Like if you look at these teams from, you know, if you look at the top eight teams from EUIC, it's just like Amoongus intimidator. And then like, you know, Palafin is on half of them. Uh, <laughs> you have half of them with Palafin, the other half with Bundle. Yeah. And then you have Dozo mixed in there. Man, oh, Rillaboom would be so freaking good. It's absurd. Uh, just looking at all these water types and you're just like, Dozo does like, Rillaboom doesn't care. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's, it's awesome. I miss it. It's interesting to look at this top eight and see is like what made it like Ting Lu in top first two here and then Dozo three and four and then like here's all the Goldango and other nonsense through five through eight. You get tell you can see people are trying to break the Palafin balance core. I I don't know if they're going to have time to do that though. So I ran another calc for you. Okay. Uh, Rillaboom. Uh huh. At neutral. Okay. Woodhammer into Grassy Glide. Oko's plus two Dozo. 
It's too bad we don't get grassy clap back. <laughs> I mean, uh, okay, you would have to be a very fast Rillaboom to be able to outspeed Dozo at plus two. Yeah. Uh, is it actually possible? Um, I don't think it's actually possible. I think most Dozo nope. try to get to like one. 50 or something after plus two I don't to, to be fair this is max speed dozo which like is not going to be something you run into right I, was, I don't think that's super common i don't remember what i was doing with dozo beforehand well max speed max speed drill of booms 150 so even if they're getting like they're going to be able to outspeed you if they want oh man this is absurd just Fake out into Woodhammer Grassy Glide you. Most Rillaboom never got faster than 120. And, oh, yeah. And Dozo at plus two easily beats that. Oh, yeah. Um, But the thought I... The revelation I had as we were talking about it. When Incineroar is not in the format, Fairy type... There's always a Fairy type atop the chart. In Which usage. is weird, right? Um... <laughs> like, like, if you go back to Sword and Shield era, Togekiss was the top used Pokemon for a very long time until Incineroar got added to the game. So I want to go back even farther. Um, let's see. When did when did Hidden Ability Starters come out in Gen 7? Uh, was that in 2017? Uh, you're, you're asking the wrong person. I don't think so, because Arcanine is the most played Pokemon. Uh, followed by Tapu Koko. Hey, look, a fairy type. <laughs> uh, let's see. In the top six, let's see. It's Arcanine, Coco, Kartana, P2, Garchomp, Feeny, Lele. <laughs> so you have three fairies in the top seven. <laughs> and then Incineroar comes around, and I think... And then 2018 happens, and you get Lando Incineroar. <laughs> hey, look, Intimidate. Um... I'm not sure if it's if it's actually like any kind of correlation between like having a Cinderor in the format or not. It's just something I realized is like we were talking about or like this format is like, oh, Flutter remains the most used Pokemon going into this in this regulation and mm-hmm. if you go back to the early formats for Sword and Shield, Togekiss had very similar numbers and usage was pretty close to being 70% on teams just because it was a great Dynamax option. It had follow me. It had utility. There were, it did pretty much did it all. And Fluttermane in this case is just like a very strong Pokemon that just hits everything really hard because that's what's more valuable right now. Mm-hmm. That, no, you only have like two actual weaknesses in Ghost and Steel. Fluttermane's so freaking good, man. And, like, Palafin is absurd. Just, like, playing playing with this core, just, like, I I really enjoy playing with most of them. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll be blunt, I don't really enjoy the play patterns of Amoongus. Um, I just, I don't know, it's, it's just me, and I know it's just a me issue. I just, I don't feel like I play Amoongus well. Amoongus just puts you in positions to win games you probably shouldn't most of the time. 
I mean, yes, like, being able to just, like, redirect or spore and then, like, be able to pivot out, get your health back, come back in, pollen puff your partner, be able to regenerate them. Like, it, like, I understand why it's good, right? And, like, I've learned to respect it a ton in team building and, like, playing. But, like, in practice, I just, I feel like I suffer so much in playing it. Yeah. Um, Amoongus is definitely something that if you're like a very aggressive player, Amoongus isn't for you. <laughs> Correct. And, and as we know, Carter the option of playing, you know, bulky defensive pivot based games or clicking the super effective button. You're going to click the super effective button every time. Um, I'm just looking through like usage for pairs and stuff. Uh, most common pairing, Fluttermane and uh, Amoongus at 385. That would, that would mean that's almost half of the total teams played at EUIC had Fluttermane and Amoongus. Just absurd. Genuinely absurd with how much... It's just, like, how playable it is. For reference, if you go down to the next most common pairing of Arcanine and Fluttermane, it's 33% of the whole meta for EUIC. Um, And then you kind of just trickle on down. Um, Almost all of the Palafin that were at EUIC were paired with an Amoongus. Um, Almost all the Palafin that were at EUIC were paired with a Fluttermane. Um, it's, 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 the Palafin balance core is so, like, prevalent. It's such a good, like, team. I would, I would almost go out and say that it's chalk levels of competitive right now. So, like, you're not wrong, right? But, like, here's the thing about chalk. It was really good. But it wasn't the only thing you could play, right? I mean, I mean, I, right I say now, that as like it it dominated that format, right? Like, so um, the thing with that format is that was a year long format. You had to adapt to it to figure out how to beat it because otherwise you're going to be losing to it all year. Correct, and like that's that's the thing is about that format versus you know 2015 versus. 2023 regulation C. This format's not lasting for a year. Yeah. If if you don't like the format, come back at the end of June. Yeah, you don't really have to. I don't want to say it like this, but like, you don't have to adapt. You can just wait it out. That being said, I would highly recommend you get reps against this because it's probably something that's going to continue to be good into the next format too. I would like, I would be on the couch of if you can't beat him in this situation, join him. Yeah, I, I like, think it's. I understand these mirrors are probably miserable to play, but like you're gonna have to get good eventually, right? This is the situation of what we ran into in Sword and Shield when we were having the series change like every couple months. Is someone would find this really strong team, this really strong identity. And people would play that for the entirety of the format because there's not enough time to really get into, oh, I need to figure out how to beat this Pokemon team 
it's just not worth the effort because the format rotates in two or three three months um i think at this point in eu like after euic if you don't have a strong plan to beat palafin balance you should just be playing palafin balance yeah like it resembles so much of like what chalk was doing you have these five pokemon and then your techmon for the mirror and in the case of Paul Chua, they brought Roaring Moon. In the case of uh, Gabriel Agati, they brought Baxcalibur. Yep. Like, both great options. Both do ter- uh, amazingly different things. Um, I'm, I'm going to be straight up honest. Just just play Palafin Balance if you're going to go play in an event somewhere in the next couple months. It's not worth it to try and reinvent the wheel for a format that only that you're only going to be playing a couple more events in. It's just not worth it, in my opinion. And, you know, this is this is something that, um, in, in a format like this, where there's a clear best team, um, I I really like to experiment. And, you know, I that's something that I'm trying to do with, like, the laddering videos, is, like, showcase other Pokemon that are less played, but probably could be played right now right like this week was sylveon and like it was fine like i'll be honest with you like it wasn't great but it's it's really because its bulk wasn't what it needed to be um that being said sylveon was really good at like doing its thing right like if its thing was click quick attack into gudra it did that. Yeah. Like, that's what it needed to do. But, I mean, 65 physical defense is just really bad in a format where, you know, you have Ting Lu, you have, uh, <laughs> let's see, Ting Lu, Dragonite, Shin Pao, Arcanine, Palafin. <laughs> you say that, but then there's things like Fluttermane running around with 55 base defense, and it's doing great. So, it, it, like... it's, it's more about where it's sitting speed-wise in this situation more than its defense. That's that's the other thing, right? Like, Fluttermane has a base 135 speed as opposed to Sylveon's 60. <laughs> so, like, you know, when you can make up for pu- the lack of bulk mm-hmm. if you're doing something that's unique. And Sylveon, like, Sylveon, if it's up against, like, a Fluttermane, you can sit in front of it because you have a base 130 special defense. Yeah. And, like, you can you can Terra and be able to hit them with, like, a Terra, uh, a Terra Blast and do damage to them that way. But, like, overall, it's, like, kind of whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, I think um, this next week I'm going to try to do something with Scizor. Um, I think Scizor has... Some unique things going about it. It can punch really hard. It reminds me a lot of of what uh, you're doing with like Palafin and this like Black Glasses King Gambit of just like priority move Terra plus uh, stat boosting or like a uh, type boosting item. Sizer will be interesting uh, mainly just because Steel types aren't that great right now in general and like the, the big problem there is like arcanine is you know one of the best pokemon being able to be the best intimidator in the format you're four times weak to it it can hit you for super effective damage you're weak to it because you're a physical attacker 
Um, like, there's there's just a lot that goes wrong, right? Um, Here, here's that another being thing. said, like, go ahead. You, yeah, Palafin is also insanely. It's just a check for against you. It resists all your steel type moves that you're wanting to hit into other stuff. So it's a great pivot Pokemon into you. It's faster than you naturally, so Jet Punch is going to hit you before your Bullet Punch goes off. Um, added to the fact that the team has things like Ting Lu and Amoongus to just soak up all your attacks. I I don't I think the jury's going to be out on Sizer for a little while, but I am not hopeful for it, unfortunately. I I mean I'll be honest with you, I'm not either. <laughs> but it's unique, and I want to play it. So you know if I can if I can have a like somewhat competent team and have good games with it that's all that matters to me yeah if it if it makes for good content then who cares and that's that's the thing is man it could either be really good or it's gonna be terrible and people are gonna see why it's not played (laughs) there is there is no in between on this one man i'm looking for sizor and this giant sheet that I have. Um, is it the? Da, 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 da. Let me actually download it because I don't have it downloaded. I found it. It had a team in twenty-first place, uh, place with it. Um, the common most common terror type for it was fire at EUIC with twenty. Uh, next was water with eight. Two were steel. One was rock, and then one was flying. There's 32 scissors? Yes. Uh, like clear clear amulet makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Like, you know, we, that's, we just talked that's about, about where... what I was about to say. is like the most common item being uh, clear amulet or life orb, both of which are just good ways to kind of ignore intimidate in a way. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's like assault vest, metal coat, a smattering of other items. Uh, what gets I think me- I think clear amulet is probably the way to go, um, just just because of like how the format is right now, it it's really hard to justify being a steel type, <laughs> like as weird as that sounds in a format dominated by you know a fairy, <laughs> like a fairy that is weak to physical attacks, you don't need all the extra like damage from bullet punch right it, it's going to be enough what um, would be interesting to do is maybe an assault vest terra water build so you can live hits more effectively you have see, something something like that is really interesting because then uh you're like you're able to hit arcanine back with like terra blast and you resist everything coming off from palafin I could see that being the play, being the line. You have uh, U-turn or pounce or whatever bug-type move you want to do to hit things, hit your problematic grass-type Pokemon. Um, you have close combat. You also get trailblaze. I think everything in the game gets trailblaze. <laughs> I'll be you, honest. You're not wrong. <laughs> I think everything gets trailblaze, which is hilarious and weird. <laughs> Uh, chilling water is the other move. It's like a lot of things just randomly get chilling water for some reason. I never understood why that was a like co- a common thing. Why does Chansey and Blizzy get trailblaze? <laughs> Same reason what? everything else does. 
good lord, this list is absurd. So there's a unique tech thing that Sizer can do for you in Quick Guard in the like against like the Chien Pao Dragonite team. Dude, I I really like Serena in that slot. Like, it was it was really good this past week for laddering. I, that's literally all his job it was, was to do was it, like, you can't e speed me. I'm going to get to do my thing. <laughs> oh, um, here's a fun a fun tidbit. Uh, most common item at EUIC was safety goggles. That was the most common item used with safety goggles. That's really interesting. It just tells you how strong a move this is, right? Like spore, rage powder, shenanigans. I mean, it's like it's really good. <laughs> yeah, Amoongus is really good. Having something that can just be essentially a direct counter to it seems really good. I know we talked about the Palance team a ton here. I want to talk about these Dozo teams that are like third and fourth. Do your thing, man. They're the I, when I was doing the deep dive, I was like looking at them and I realized that they were exactly the same team, just organized differently. They are the exact same team, just organized in different ways. What do you mean? So it's all of the same six, mostly all the same items. Yeah. Okay. So third, like they they both managed to make top eight. I don't think they built together though, because they would have listed them in the same order, right? Uh huh. Well, I mean, probably. And I think Let's I think see. there was a few differences between them, but not a ton. Let's see. Uh, Alexander played Choice Band Dragonite, whereas Joan played Lumberry. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Both are Assault Vest Glamora, Booster Bundle, Lefty's Dozo. Like, those are all uh, the Yeah, that's, items. That's, that's the difference. That's the difference is they're Dragonite uh, items. For swap. And then, as a result, they have uh, Earthquake versus Protect on Dragonite. Yep. Um, couple different attacks. Yeah, but, I mean for that, the most that's part, what led me to believe that like they didn't build the team together because there is some differences between them. Whereas like if you usually man, they see, are, they are they are they are almost spot close. on like with each other, which was very interesting. It's just like two people came to that conclusion most likely separately. The the only differences are like two attacks and one item. Yeah. <laughs> um. And so it's it's interesting to see that like Dozo ended up third and fourth in this event after having a real rough time in the previous regulation C events. So it's kind of cool to see it come back and actually do something, especially after all of the bug fixes and things like that. Dude, even even their terror types are all the same. I told you. I, oh, I, no, no. Dragonites are different. Yeah. We have normal versus flying. Because the uh, assault vet. I'm assuming the choice band one is the uh, normal. Yes. And then Just, Lumberry will be flying. So, Dragonite's terror type is different. Dragonite's item is different. And then Glamora is energy ball versus sludge bomb. That's, that's it. There are three differences. Yeah. <laughs> 
It's like one of those newspaper comics. It's like you try to spot the differences between it's the teams. Just, it's Spider-Man. It's the Spider-Man meme, just right? Everybody pointing at each other, yeah. Um, it, it, was, it's just, it was just an interesting oddity that they both came up with, the, with the, pretty much the same six, but had slight differences from each other. Um, yep. Another big thing is like Goldango's back on the rise, which is interesting. After, like you'd think like Ting Lu would just like keep it down and I, I guess in a way it did yeah like none of them cracked the top four <laughs> so that tells me that it's just like well Goldengo's there but it's not doing a whole lot yeah I'm interested to see how many there were total I'm I'm sure it's not not uh too far off, right? Goldango had forty three copies at EUIC. The majority of them being Terra Water with leftovers as the most common item. Hmm. Okay. Uh interesting. The next most common item was Choice Specs at 12, uh, Citrus Berry at 6, so on and so forth. Very, um, very interesting. So, not quite the showing that Goldengo used to have. It definitely mm-hmm. has fallen off hard as the format has adapted. Kind of People have kind of gotten used to what Goldengo can do. Uh, there's not really like any kind of weird tricks. <laughs> to it anymore it's just like oh this thing just clicks make it rain all the time or it's got like terra water or terra steel we we know what to expect from it, especially in open mm-hmm. team sheet formats um so there's no like gotcha anymore for it which man the more i've played open team sheet the more i just i can't believe we didn't do this years ago <laughs> right like it's it is so nice it is so much better like i i enjoy laddering right and i enjoy running into the occasional meme where it's just like i didn't see this coming out and how can anyone ever anticipate this the, the clickbait <laughs> the content like that's what it, that's what that's for yeah it's not really it that is. fun to have everything face up face value while you're playing and and then try to like make decisions because then everything's a little bit more streamlined. It's just like, oh, these are their potential options, and this is all they can really do. So I can but play man, around that. When uh, when you're playing like high stakes, being able to eliminate the what ifs is really oh yeah really nice. That I think this is why we've seen a lot more consistency at the top. Like we've seen a lot of the same names over the course of all these events. Um, think like Joe UX9, Paul Chua. Um, a lot of them have been like at the top or near the top of all of these events since we started doing um, Scarlet and Violet BGC uh, with the open team sheets. And that's kind of like where it's gotten to the point of it's a skill based game now, not so much a got you, ha 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 kind of factor. Which I think is nice for a Pokemon I, for, for a game agree. that has as much RNG in it as like Pokemon does. Having a little bit of skill put back into it with that open team sheet, it helps us out a lot. 
it's really nice. I I will I will be the first to admit that. Okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna open up this combinations sheet, and I'm gonna tell you how common uh, palafin balance is. You ready? Insanely. Of the seven hundred something teams, fifteen uh, percent of them contained Amoongus, Arcanine, Fluttermane, Palafin, Tinglu. That is a hundred and twenty-two teams of the seven hundred plus teams in the event. Uh, for reference, <laughs> the next highest combo contains four of the same Pokemon plus King Gambit, and is only seven percent <laughs> of the meta <laughs> of the format. There. <laughs> Good lord. Um, if you go, if you go, if you're looking for specifically the um. The uh, Arcanide, Amoongus, Fluttermane, Palafin, Ting, Lu stuff. Uh, the most common partners were King Gambit, Baxcalibur, um, and then I think Dragapult. Oh, man. It, it just shows you like how cool and strong that Palafin balance core is. And I'm Thanks, not I sure. I, I'm not sure there's a way to beat it. <laughs> not consistently. Like the team, the the fact that the core is five Pokemon instead of four is is a huge thing, right? So mm. having that fifth Pokemon be part of that core means that you have extra resistances for certain Pokemon in certain places. And you can kind of use that to play mind games on your opponent instead of like, here's the four that's really good and then here's my two tech bonds that kind of get swapped in and out. No, I have five Pokemon that can come to pretty much every single game. And if you bring the wrong Pokemon thinking I brought something else, you're not beating me this game. It becomes such a skill-based matchup. Especially the mirrors. The mirrors are huge when it comes to just like testing skill and reading abilities of your opponents and such. I feel like you've checked out on me. No, it's just... I'm trying to debate this. And, like, I just... I can't, right? Like, you're right. Like, the team is absurd, and there's a reason it continues to do good. Um, I, like, I was... I always, like, in my head i'll play like while i'm walking to work or like doing some mindless mind-numbing stuff i'll i'll do these little games in my head where it's just like okay how can i break this team how what can i put on my team to help this matchup out i'm gonna tell you straight up i've been trying to break palafin balance for weeks now there's no one consistent way to do it and like that's that's the that's the thing that's like really obnoxious is it's just it's so good so like we talked about king gambit we talked about like baxcalibur and all these the most common ones i'm seeing for like as tech mods are dragon types or steel types usually in that last six slot kind of filling out your fantasy core a little bit mm -hmm. um i think baxcalibur shows the most promise in the mirror because Max Caliber being having that ice coverage hits like hits Amoongus, hits Tinglu, um, 
you're you can you have decent coverage in other places you got terror for that pokemon it, it hits like a truck anyway like you you have thermal exchange to eat fire type attacks so you have some bonuses there so it's kind of cool um but there's not just like one good way to beat this because if you find an answer to say a, a specific lead you need that specific lead to be to be on the front. Otherwise, the team just demolishes you. Because you led for Flutterbane Palfin, and they led Arcadine Amoongus. <laughs> and now you can't beat that because you just got essentially stalled out and lost your answer. And then they get to bring in the, the damage from the back and clean up. Yeah. And it's just, like 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 you said earlier, it's just like, you know, if you can't beat them, just join them, right? And I'm, I'm never a person to play the best thing for the sake of doing good, right? Yeah. Like, I've, I've always wanted to be the person who tries to break it or do something unique. And I'm, I'm going to continue to do that because I it's my thing, right? Like, that's how I always have been. And eventually... Eventually, I'll get to that point where I'm just like, I, I keep losing to this. Time to go play it, right? Like, I, I, it doesn't matter what it is. I always get to that point, eventually. Just you know, give me another month, and then I'll just be tired of losing to it. I'm about to say, I don't know, I don't know how many more games you're gonna want to lose to it, and then decide to pick it up. Um, I, I just. I can't think of, like, I can only have good things to say about it because I know the team is so good. Just because I've spent the better part of the last month trying to figure out if I can break it and try to figure out a combination of things that'll take it out and deal with it. Um, there's just no common weakness. <laughs> Does that make sense? Correct. Like, yes. So, you like, if you look at it, like, start breaking it down on paper. So you have Arcanine and Tinglu have a shared weakness to water. Well, guess what? There's a dragon type, a water type, and a grass type that all resist water. So that's out. You have um, common weakness for Tinglu and Palafin is grass. Well, there's a dragon, a grass type, and a fire type. You can't safely bring it. Yep. You have to be able to outspeed Fluttermane. That's not happening. Not not normally anyway. No, no, it's it is a rock and a hard place to outspeed uh to to try to outspeed Fluttermane. It and you know what what's crazy is the lack of like the the true lack of trick room in this format has been so surprising. It's just like a form of speed control against these fast teams. I don't know. So, that's the other thing. It's deceptively fast, but it's not. Arcanine, not known for being the speedy thing. They don't probably put a ton of speed investment into it. Ting Lu like, is base even, 55. Even if they do, right? Like, even if Trick Room does go up, they still have just priority moves yeah, and jet punch and E-speed. They, they don't so care. Like, it just doesn't matter. They don't care. That's why I had, like, Farigaraf on my top of my list of, like, this thing is going to be great in Regulation C because it actually can do the Trick Room thing and make it successful. Because you get to and prevent like, the priority moves and set up Trick Room. 
And it's also a normal type to be able to swip, switch in on Flutter mains like Shadow Balls, right? But, like, I don't know. Then you just get bopped by Moonblast and you feel bad. I mean, yes, correct. <laughs> There's just no good way to go about it, like, just from a team-building perspective. You literally just have to outplay them. You have to get them pinned, get them on their back foot, and, like, get lucky that you take it out Palafin, and then you take out Fluttermane. Once those two are down, the team's probably fairly easy to get through because it's, like, Arcanine and Amoongus, or Ting Lu and Amoongus, and you can kind of whittle through that a little bit. But the team's got such a great way of to play. I can play slow. I can play fast. I can priority you into the dirt i can run you down on turn one and take double ko and now you're just sitting there dumbfounded because you lost both your pokemon on turn one yep there's just no significant way to beat this team and i know we've been talking about this for like the last 40 minutes it's a big deal <laughs> it, i mean yeah like, we haven't when, seen this since it's... 2015 Something has I mean, not been this good. So, like, there's the argument of, like, oh, Crystal Rain was good, but it wasn't this good. Yeah. Like, the the Swordfish teams in Scarlet, and, I mean, in uh, Sword and Shield were, like, they were good, but at the same time, like, there, there was so much innovation with those teams. And, like, the, the pure lack of innovation with these teams is, like, like like you said, essentially it's one it's one mon difference between these teams. And yeah. it's just like, alright, what what dragon or steel type do I want to play? Like, I would compare like Rinya's Sun to being really close to this. Uh but Rinya's Sun wasn't flexible. Rinya's Sun had to have all six members of that squad together to be like a significant team. And if you you so that one it's much easier to kind of flowchart and plan that around because you know that there's these six there's this group that does this thing there's this group on that team that does that thing and you can plan around that depending on like what what you have on your team that information of whatever like i have roaring moon backscalibur king gambit dragapult whatever in that last slot changes the whole dynamic so quickly because it's just like i have a plan that i can beat roaring moon well, I can't hit Dragapult <laughs> because it's a ghost type. Yeah. Um, oh, I have a plan that'll beat Baxcalibur. Nope, it's a steel type. Yep. Can't, can't, I don't have a way to beat that. So the, the, the Tecmon makes this matchup so much harder to like flowchart out because it can be literally anything. <laughs> yep. I'm waiting for the mashup of like Chien Pao Dragonite and these Palafin balance teams to kind of come together. Cause I think that's I think that's the next step. I think that's the next tier up for the squad is just like lean the way you're going to beat the mirror is you lean into the hyper offense more. You lean into that very strong lead of Chien Pao plus very powerful physical attacker. And you're able to hit Palafin, you're able to hit Fluttermane, you're able to play through Intimidate, and it doesn't matter. 
I think that's the next step. Yep. And whether that physical attacker is Dragapult, Dragonite, Roaring Moon, Gen, uh, Dax Caliber, King Gambit, whatever it is. I think that's the next iteration. You probably drop uh, specifically... I don't even think you... Actually, no. I don't even think you have to drop anything. You just take your your tech slot and slot that into Chin Pal. Because you have Palafin sitting next to you. I, I think I... that's it. <laughs> So after playing uh, with it this week for laddering, I've come to the conclusion that Chiyu is not very good. Chiyu has very specific teams that it likes to be on, specifically Dondozo. <laughs> and like, man, when it's when it's good, it's very good. But you can't swap it in. No, you... God, no. <laughs> no, it, it just... its job is to come into is to be on the battlefield, pick up at least one KO, and go down. That's its job. And like the uh, the one game I did play with it was uh, it came in, it burnt Dragonite and then died. And like it it won me that game because the Dragonite was burnt. But man, it was just not not what you would uh, not what you would expect, right? Uh, right? Yeah. So. And like if you think about like what it's doing, it has one of the worst coverage pools of the Ruinous Pokemon. Like, it's literally fire, dark, and psychic. I think it also has hex. Um, but unless you're doing some cheeky thing with, like, lava plume, most of the time you're just clicking dark pulse or overheat. And neither of those moves are great into the palafin balance teams. <laughs> because yep. you're only hitting one of them with super effective damage and it's a moonness. Like, that's the only thing you're hitting for super effective damage there, and with specifically Overheat. You're getting outsped by Fluttermane, and it just bops you most of the time. I, I don't see a... I just don't see a world where Chiyu's, like, anything great. I think Chen, Pao, and Ting Lu end up being, like, the super good ones. And then, like, Wo Jin and Chi Yu kind of just fade out until the format changes and they can actually, like, be viable Pokemon again. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's it's weird. That and Fire Dark, like, we, we know Incineroar is, like, it's weak to ground, it's weak to fighting, it's weak to water. Well, guess what? <laughs> ground, ground and water is pretty common. <laughs> yep. And you're not and very bulky to begin be. with. So you you have a lot of weaknesses that are common and you're not bulky like Incineroar was to take advantage of it. Correct. <laughs> Can we talk about the fall off of Tailwind? We talked about Trick Room just like not being existent. Tailwind also has kind of fallen off the face of the earth. Agreed. Yes. Like... Your best Tailwind setter was is specifically Talonflame right now, and it sucks because just like Extreme Speed beats you. <laughs> yep, you just lose you lose to Extreme Speed Dragonite and or Arcanine, which you kind of you get to know it's coming, like you get to see that. Correct. But if that if your plan is to have Tailwind up to beat that matchup, good luck. <laughs> right good luck um i've been seeing a lot of like tailwind on non-priority setters things like roaring moon corviknight uh iron jugulus was another one that's kind of common 
Um, I've been seeing that more in the format, mm-hmm. which is cool. I think that's nice. I know Corviknight's like high on your list of like, this is a really cool Pokemon. It's got really cool uh, options and it does stuff. It's not like most Pokemon don't do. It's, it's really interesting because it's like you're immune to all the ground type moves from Tinglu. Yep. You get to body press them into oblivion. Um, the only ones you really, the only Pokemon you're really scared of is like specifically Arcanine and Chiyu. <laughs> Which at that point, just just run away. You can just pivot out and it'll be fine. Maybe Corviknight's just like the hidden gem that ends up making a team that works against this Palafin Balance Core. Corviknight was fun. I I really enjoyed playing it, man. There was a one instance where it could have been bad as my only Mon uh, against exactly Fluttermane, uh, but it didn't happen. So <laughs> yeah, I think I in was... the future, Iron Head, um, Roost, Body Press, Iron Defense is the line. I don't think Tailwind's worth it on Corviknight, unfortunately. If you want to play it, I think you play Iron Head and you play Body Press. Yep. Because I think having that body press on that Pokemon is super important. I I agree. It's it's really good. I I think it's it's super super underrated. And like the the fact that like you like you said you just you get to sit in front of things you get to click um, Iron Defense and then they die. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, you get Iron Defense, and you can Roost, and like, honestly, putting like, a Ting Lu next to that Pokemon is probably just amazing. Like, then you don't yeah. have to worry about any special attackers, like, as much. You can calc things to live certain hits that way. Hmm. Hmm. You're thinking... I'm trying to like plan out like what it could look like in my head because you you want to be able to outspeed Palafin and hit it. You want to be able to not care as much about Fluttermane and take care of it, which Corviknight does that for you. Mm-hmm. Um, you need to be able to beat Tinglu successfully uh, because if you let it sit on the field for too long, it's just going to fissure hit you and whittle yep. you down. Corviknight does that to an extent. It's not completely impervious because Tinglu has Ruination and can half your HP in one, in one go. So you're definitely kind of looking to um, find a secondary answer to Tinglu, which would probably be like your own Palafin or Baxcalibur. Mm-hmm. Those are the big ones on the Palafin balance team to answer it. Um... Palafin technically is a great answer for Arcanine. Um, Corviknight can kind of check Amoongus, depending on your moveset. Honestly, mm-hmm. I wouldn't worry about Amoongus as much if you have something like a safety goggles fire type of some sort, or Terra flying something. I don't know. Dragonite might be an option. Terra flying is interesting. I, I will be the first to admit that. Um, I wonder if like Terra Flying Scizor does something significant. 
Hmm. That's... We'll have to look into Maybe? that. Maybe? We'll have to look into that when we start building your sizer team. For sure, for sure. Um, you know, it is it is something that will be on the list of things to work on, right? Yeah. Like, you've already you've already said you want to try sizer next, so that's, like, on my mind is the next thing we're going to be building. Um, I know you talked about Gastrodon, too. Everybody seems to be very high on Gastrodon because it's like, oh, it's a palafin check. I'm like, that's great and all, but they carry other moves beside water type. It's it's a palafin check till it's not. Yeah, I'm about to say it's <laughs> fine until you if you're not fine, and then you're just like, well, I'm sad. <laughs> that's that's a very accurate like depiction. It's just well, I guess I'm sad now. <laughs> like if Gastrodon starts to become popular, Amoongus starts carrying Seed Bomb again, probably. Mm-hmm. And then you're like, well, now I have to worry about that as a as a Gastrodon and. Then, you play around that or if something just happens to be Terra grass you're just like oops well guess i died <laughs> <laughs> so like the the short list right now of things i want to play for laddering is like it was sylveon scissor gastrodon because i think all of them have some type of like unique like position in this format mm-hmm. um just kind of looking past that um leave your comments down below of things you want carter to play with yeah for sure for sure i'm i'm always always looking for suggestions call to um, action get it done guys yeah i mean that's like the the truest thing we can say right it's like what do people want to see played so i'm waiting yeah. for someone to put dondozo sure is it as it is it out of the mainstream enough for you to play it now? I mean, I've played it, right? You've told me multiple times you will never play Dondozo. <laughs> I I swear I've played it. I don't think you ever did. All right, pulling up the YouTube. I don't remember. I tried to get you to play it. That was also like early on when it was you know good. <laughs> I don't think you ever played Dozo. I swear I did, but I don't know. Yeah, I have. It was episode three. So that would have been, uh, let's see, four months ago. (laughs) Was that when we were still playing on Showdown? No, no, this is on cart. There is there is a rental code from Oh, this is a Cybertron team. So you haven't actually played real Dondozo. You played the super early I mean, this is substitute lefties Dozo. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. <laughs> no, not anymore, but back then that's what they did. You didn't get to experience Fissure Dozo either? Nope. Sad. I, I haven't I haven't clicked Fissure anything yet. Sad. Mm. Okay. What else you want to talk about? I really got a whole lot of nothing else to say. Advanced Wars is great, if anybody's wondering. Go pick it up. I've been playing a lot of Snap still. <laughs> uh I I got my Advanced Wars pre order. 
fulfilled finally after two years. <laughs> I I've I I'm on mission ten. I didn't have a whole lot of time to play it, unfortunately. But you'll have plenty of time coming up. I've got I've got Unite back on the grind again because we got a new battle pass started. So I've been playing that a lot lately. And when I... I'm not playing video games, it's getting ready for baby <laughs> to be here. I am rank 65 this season. That is so far. much higher than I am on Snap. <laughs> <laughs> I stopped my, buying my the goal battle is pass. 70. My, I stopped buying the battle pass. It's just not worth it for me. My goal is 70 this month. I know I know last month I think Casey got up to like 85 or something absurd. Like he he was at like he was stuck at like 60 for a while. And then he messages me one day he's like uh so I'm in the eighties now. <laughs> cool. I'm like, oh, that's really cool. <laughs> but yeah, VG, yeah, that's, VGC's that's where I'm at. Corner. <laughs> I don't have anything to play for. I don't even. I like. I don't even have locals to go play in. So. I uh, besides Snap, I started playing uh, a lot of Popper again online. Right now, I'm like. Uh, nine and nine and four i think in in games in matches that's not bad yeah my my first two leagues were four ones and then my my currently i'm i'm uh one and three so <laughs> womp womp look when when they go tron on three here's my seven drop that gains me six life and i'm playing an aggro deck i'm like i can't beat that got it <laughs> yeah that's how it be sometimes so that was that was game one, one game two, and then game three is like, I I just didn't have a fast enough hand. They're like, all right, well here's my seven drop. Here's another one. <laughs> like, all right, fine, you win. Yep. Gain your gain your twelve. You were at one this game, and now you're at thirty somehow. <laughs> huh. You ready to get out of here? I think so. I have dinner waiting for me, and then I'm going to bed, so... I already ate dinner, so all I gotta do is play more Unite. So, as always, everyone, make sure you go ahead and uh, like, comment, and subscribe if you're over here on YouTube. Uh, you know, like like we talked about, I'm looking for stuff to play for laddering, so tell me what mods you want to see, and, or leave and we'll teams. do what we can. Unique stuff. I'm, yeah. I'm tired of seeing Palafin and... Fluttermane and Arcanine and Amoongus, Amoongus and, and Tinglu and <laughs> you know, give me something that's not good. <laughs> <laughs> give them bad teams. Got it. Start getting little cup stuff out. Oh, I, I, all right, all right. Oh, we'll, we'll no. Um, <laughs> uh, if you're not listening on YouTube, make sure you go check us out there. We have all kinds of stuff going up. All like. Three three times a week is that right? Yeah, sometimes. Anything extra? Cool. Yeah, two or three. Two or three times maybe a week. four. Who knows? Um, but yeah, past that, you can always go ahead and follow us on Twitter. That is lrlessons. Uh, that is at lrlessons. Myself at Mister Missouri Twenty Five. Carl's at Musical VGC. You can check us out both on Twitch as well at Mister Missouri Twenty Five and at Musical. Uh, past that, come and hang out in the community Discord where you and uh, what's our current number? 700 you and yes 700 of your closest friends are going to get really well acquainted um our our server is great i love every single person there and it's amazing so 
if you are looking to be you know better integrated in the vgc community i cannot recommend our community enough um past that go ahead and check out the website lrlessons.com uh while you're there you can check out the merch page while it's still up yeah until we get something else figured out which we're working on i i say this every week but we are actively working on it yeah uh tiff is tiff has ordered some samples from a couple other different companies so now it's just like figuring out which we got to figure out what we like and what we don't like and yep and you know as always uh, want to give a shout out to our ten dollar and up patrons. If you want to go ahead and support us, as always, you can go ahead over at Patreon.com for as little as like twenty five or fifty cents an episode. Uh, you can help keep our lights on and keep us happy, and you know, pay for Carl's kid that's on the way. Yeah. <laughs> um, huge shout outs to Johnny Bravo Senior and Papa Swish. And until next week, everyone, thank you so much for listening, and uh, we will see you then. Have a good one. Peace.